Hello, I'm Meg John Barker. And I'm Justin Hancock. And together we are... The Meg John and Justin... Podcast. Yay! Yay. Welcome back here, pals. Yes. <laughs> this is part two. We're picking up where we left off last time. We talked a lot about friendship, um, cultural messages around friendship, why it mm-hmm. can be difficult. And today we're going to do some much more practical, like how do you go about making friends and cultivating yeah. friendships? That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's the same day for us, isn't it? We literally just press stop and start again. But, you know, let's not who spoil knows? the Yeah, who spoiler. knows what it is for the listener. Now, we met up. On the on the we met up again this morning on the morning that you're listening to this podcast and yes. we we're, we're going to we're doing part two yes it's all fresh <laughs> yes um, so yeah we're going to um, go into yeah the more advice about how to um, mm. uh, how to make friends I guess it starts with what kinds of friendships you're looking for doesn't mm. it you know to start I think there might be a whole piece a, a bit like again with we have a relationship manual zine and a sex manual zine and the starting point for both of those is what works for you mm. like you tuning in to what kind of relationships you want you yeah. tuning in to what kind of sex you want so before you even going near other people for friendship it's like well, what kind of friendship do you want yeah I mean like um, for me it's definitely about people with shared interests you know, I'm really interested in mm-hmm. people who are in similar areas of work to me. Yeah. Um, and that's not going to be the case for every everyone. Not everybody wants people that they're going to necessarily collaborate with or, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, be really into the same kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would be like, OK, I'm going to go to the places where I'm going to meet other people with like therapy or academic backgrounds or activists in the same area. Yeah. And then it will be like, who do I connect with? Mm-hmm. And then seeing those people one to one. So that's probably a really different model to somebody say who was looking for more like a group of friends mm-hmm. or who's doing looking more for friends to share a kind of leisure pursuit with yeah or, yeah and i suppose also it's like a, what's your friendship relationship mantra like what do you want yeah. to get out of friendships yes um you could literally just go through the make your own relationship user guide zine and apply the whole thing to friendships because it Indeed. does apply to friendships yeah, but yeah. it is like um think about all the different reasons why people have friends yeah and um which one of those? Which of those are the things that you're into? What's you yeah. know? I um, so thinking of keywords. You know, do you want something which is supportive? Do you want something which is quite mm-hmm. uh, frothy, where you kind of hang out and enjoy doing a thing? Yeah. And, um, do you want something which is creative, or mm. do you want something which is um, is it spiritual? Honesty is an interesting one. You know, yeah. are you looking for people who are really going to call you on your stuff, or are you mm-hmm. looking for people who are really gentle? You know what kind of yeah what kind of input do you want friends to have in your life yeah um that's a good thing to think about and what kind of ways do you want to spend time together what kind of conversations do you want to have you know like are you really into sort of big gossipy conversations or yeah. do you find those really uncomfortable mm-hmm. um you know because like a lot of friendship is based around yeah talking about other friends and that kind of thing yeah mm. i think the other thing here is to think about um, who you are and what kind of people you want in your life. Mm. So, you know, often we might want people who are, we might might want friends who reflect our own personality, but also we might want friends who um, might complement our personality. Yeah. So, you know, uh, if we, um, if I'm, uh, let's say I'm a cynical, uh, <laughs> sceptical <laughs> Some may even say grumpy. Sometimes grumpy person. Yeah. <laughs> then maybe <laughs> kind of hypothetically. And, yeah. <laughs> just, let's just say. Let's just say. Let's just say. Let's imagine that I'm grumpy. <laughs> then uh, someone like me, hypothetically, might want um, <laughs> might want someone who's a bit more cheery and um, 
or I don't know why would I come from personal cherry pie that's that's my terror but (laughs) (laughs) what are you saying (laughs) (laughs) I thought cheery is like number one way to describe me surely (laughs) um no I wouldn't say cheery no no no. should we talk about how we became friends so that might be useful this was a really good model for me and in fact I've used it since to Mm. say to people where we've been thinking about having a friendship like this is how I do it because yeah. I think one of the things I really appreciated with us was the slowness yeah. of it developing. Um, I'm not always perfect at self-consent. I can find that quite difficult. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like slowing any beginning of a relationship, like right down is really helpful for yeah. me to keep checking in with myself. Is this what I want and not feeling like I'm, you know, carried onto this quick kind of escalator model. And so for you and me, we'd, we'd met at events, I think a couple mm-hmm. of times. Yeah. Um, decided to have coffee. Yeah. But then it was like a few months before we had another one. But we were able, when we did meet one-to-one, I think we had that real like sense of like super connection. Hey, we could do stuff together, which yeah. I also really like. Yeah. But without that sense of a kind of urgency of like, okay, we've got to make this happen right now. Or Yes, I mean, we didn't start working together for ages, did we? But no. we were talking about some of the same things and realising that we were coming at um, talking and thinking about sex and relationships from like a... Mm. from some place in fact if you want the full backstory to this you can go to our very first episode oh we talked about it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. our introduction but um mm. but i think um the very first way that i knew about you was that petra boynton put me mm. in touch with you because i was thinking about doing therapy or something oh that's right and petra was like you should speak to meg john yeah well, you weren't meg john at the time but you know, yeah let's say meg john and <laughs> um and so we met for a coffee at some pancreas and we talked about that yeah we talked about um the, the kind of work stuff that I was asking for your advice about and then um, it just there was like a sense of there was a, mm. a, a little bit of chemistry it was fun to be with you yeah. and it was a, I remember the, you know, I remember it well yeah you it had does, a hot it, chocolate it sticks yeah. in my mind as yeah. well yeah 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 um, you're wearing a very cool hat I was and yeah mm. it's probably I can probably see it yeah. so um, but um, but so just that is, you know, we were set up, I guess. Yeah. So by someone. So that's a way for people that's to meet, That's a really good point. It? Yeah, so I, I really like that. I like being the person doing it as well, the person who's like, oh my gosh, this person and this person yeah. might have a lot to benefit. And again, because there's always crossover for me with work, often it is like professionally this might be a useful contact, but also I feel like they're going to hit it off. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could do with doing more of that for people perhaps like in yeah. their lives, especially if yeah people are struggling in this area. And there's another way to kind of facilitate friendships as well as, mm-hmm. which is to, you could have like group events where yeah. you're bringing different people from different asp- aspects of your life and they're meeting up with other people. Mm-hmm. I've certainly made friends at one of your um, birthday parties. Yeah, and ditto, uh, yeah, yeah. And other things. And I have a friend, Hannah, who's um, away cycling um, around Latin America at the moment and um, her model is very much to bring all of her friends together quite yeah. regularly and I really appreciate her for that um, you know I think when I was new to London that was where I met a few people and just felt really quickly quite immersed in a social group like quite easy to just mm-hmm. find people to hang with yeah yeah there's a lot of work involved in doing that if Being you're going kind of to yeah. be the facilitator so be aware that that's something this might be something that you might be doing to enable other people to mm-hmm. to make friendships but be I, I would just be make people aware that there's a lot of work involved in that well also thinking is it your thing you know for me i get a buzz i really get a buzz out of putting people in contact and seeing that that's a a nice connection for for some of them Uh, other people that just would be 
you know, just not something that's in their skill set or something that they find fun at all. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, but I wouldn't actually, to, I get a buzz out of putting one-to-one people in contact, but I wouldn't want to do what Hannah does because mm. I would find it really scary to have all my people in one place with this kind of pressure to get on. I don't, yeah, I don't know how yeah. people who do that find that really comfortable because I would be much more like then feeling like I have to look after all these people and they yep. might not get on with each other. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, again, knowing yourself, Exactly yeah. what it is that you feel that you that you can do, yeah. and also people, you know, don't say. I guess you have to do that consensually if you're going to do some setting up. Aren't you? Yeah, like definitely. You have to be asking people involved how they feel about coming to a thing or what would make it easier for them to come to a thing. Yeah, because or... some people might love that and other people yeah. might not. And again, it's also about checking in with yourself. You know what what space do you have? Like, yeah. what do you want? You know, are you somebody who wants you know a really um, intimate group of friends or are you somebody who just wants a, a few more frothy yeah friendships yeah. or have you you know is your dance card full friendship yeah. wise at the moment or do you have space for the friendships I think mm-hmm. yeah again we're just not encouraged like before we even go out there to be like checking in with ourselves on like where we're at with friendships and I, I've started definitely having like diagrams mm. you know we have that like um, concentric circle diagram in one of our zine, the mm-hmm. relationship zine of like who are your people at yeah. different levels of intimacy. Yeah, like that I find really useful to keep mm. checking in. Like, yeah, where are where are the people, and do, yeah. do I have, you know, if I have like very few in that closest circle and quite a lot in the next one out, I might think, okay, really where I need to put my energy at the moment is kind of mm-hmm. deepening some of the relationships I already have. Yeah, or finding new deeper relationships. Whereas if I'm like loads of you know, maybe too many people are not really mm-hmm. close in. I'm really struggling to even navigate that. Then it might be, yeah, not looking for any more. Yeah, uh, like, and it would be not really cool of me to offer somebody else that kind of level of friendship because I just no. don't really have it to to give. But I guess if you're looking at the concentric circles, and there are fewer mm-hmm. and fewer people in your in your nearer concentric circles, and mm-hmm. there's like a there's a me in the middle there. Mm-hmm. So the how does how does this person? Um, you know, find new people or develop yeah. kind of friendships. Mm. Um, and so the you could reach out to other people that you know um, to see if they can help you out here. Yeah. That's, you know, like... Um, uh, Whereas my model would be more like I'm going to different events and yeah. I'm kind of looking out for who, who do I feel that bit of a ping of connection yeah. with the stuff that they're saying at the event or something and then that I might be dropping them a, a text message or, you know, yeah given saying hi on Twitter yeah. and great, gently feeling out, you know, whether that feels like somebody might want to meet me for a drink or mm-hmm. something. Um, but I again, guess there is, um, it's hard for a lot of people to go to events and yeah. to be around at events. So I guess that there is like the opportunity for people to connect with people online and then yeah. to meet up. So increasingly there are huge thousands, millions probably of Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. and there might be some kind of interest, which is quite easy for you to dip into now. Mm. I guess before the internet, if you were interested in um, basket weaving, I don't know why that just pops into my head, but if you had an interest in basket weaving, you'd have to go to a basket weaving night. And even so there's a cost and there's the transport and might not have disabled access. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. but joining a basket weaving group on Facebook is extremely Mm -hmm. um, uh, low, uh, low like outlay outlay yeah Yeah. you just join it and then if you feel like and then if you feel like you're getting on you're Mm. having nice chats in with people 
there might be certainly an opportunity to have an online friendship there, which yeah. online friendships count just as much as absolutely um, uh, non-online friendships, offline friendships, mm-hmm. let's call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also there might be opportunity for meetups, yes. and a lot a lot of these. Um, Facebook groups, particularly if they are based in like a particular geographic kind of area, mm. might say, we are going to go and meet up at typically often a Weatherspoons or something, mm. or a cafe or, yeah. um, you know, if the, if, the, if the interest in a group involves like, for example, um, going to see your favourite band or something, it yeah. might be that everyone agrees to meet up and they hang out a little bit before, and you know, so mm-hmm. that's a way of meeting new people mm. that way. Um, yeah, and I guess... You know, I think what you said is really important about online friendships. Like, Mm. I know a lot of people where their friendships are, like, nearly entirely Skype-based or Messenger-based, and that's completely cool. Um, And, yeah, again, you could, you know, I guess consent is super important here, too. It's like, you know, if you notice your message, you know, you're you're on one of those groups, and quite often you're agreeing with what a particular person's saying and feeling a bit of connection with them, Mm. then it might be to kind of message them one-to-one, but also being, you know, being really consensual about feeling into like does this person seem to want one-to-one contact or not um you know giving giving them an out of like hey this is you know i'd love to chat with you a bit more but totally get it if you don't have the time or something yeah yeah so it is like yeah it's about this kind of ongoing paying attention to what's already happening with any connections that you already have in Mm. order to see whether that can turn into like a friendship or a a relationship it's like Mm. i guess there's this thing of the first step is like making connections, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily making a friendship, and yeah. then seeing whether this can be a friendship. Does where the connection turn into a friendship? Ag- yeah. Exactly. I guess there's the difference. Uh, there's a thing there to articulate for us that about what the difference between a connection and a friendship is, and mm. I guess it is like this is a person that I happen to be spending some time with online or mm-hmm. offline, and then there's the further conversation of shall we? Yeah. You know, how do you feel about? Um, so uh, an example for me was somebody that I was working with mm. um, and there were, we had a conversation of okay because we stopped working together and mm. our working relationship would have meant that it would be very would have impacted our work relationship if we were hanging out as friends yeah so we decided when we weren't working together anymore we were like okay well let's go mm-hmm. and and see if we can make a friendship uh, yeah. happen and so we did go on a couple of dates and it was really nice and, yeah. you know um they had a kid and, you know, everything kind of dropped off the, the radar a bit. But we had a nice little yeah. thing going for it. So I think, don't, I think the important thing is don't assume that somebody would want to do friendship or that it, they would do it in a similar way to you. Yeah. If you can, again, if I suppose the initiator or the person with the more power in all kinds of ways, it, it's kind of on them to make space for the other person to be, oh, yeah, I would, would like that. Mm-hmm. This is what it would look like for me. Or, you know, that's not something I've got space for at the moment. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I don't feel a connection in that same way. Yeah. 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 And I think a lot of people kind of feel into it in a mm. in a kind of a third handshake way. We always talk about handshakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, this is the video we've got about consent on our website, yeah. com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first handshake is following the script for how you're supposed to do things. Yeah. And there isn't really a script for friendships. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is apart from it's just biological, you know, this organic thing yeah. that just happens and all suddenly they're around. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing is we could talk about more about what we want from friendships and be very intentional in that way. But yeah. 
a lot of people might find that quite difficult. A lot mm -hmm. of people might find it super useful. Mm -hmm. But a kind of a third handshake approach is also like feeling into what was yeah. happening. I think that when we became friends, we felt into what was happening. We yeah. were going at a similar pace. We there were quite a few weeks or months between seeing each other, and it was like, how do you feel about this? Or yeah. we're asking a lot of open questions about how we um, how we might feel about you know doing a various activities together. I think yeah. we joined a book group together. And yeah, there were f actually, in a way, you know, there were a few directions we went in before we went in this one, right? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. yeah, we did do a few, like, oh, do we want to be part of this group together? Yeah. yeah, we did some working groups together, but I think it took a while to hit on, oh, this is actually going to be a one-to-one co-creative relationship. Yeah. Similarly with Alex, you know, who yeah. I write with, you know, we were actually partners very briefly mm. and then, again, found our way with what does this look like as a long-distance friendship before we got to where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, that is another way for people to make friends as well, by, mm -hmm. by dating people. That's certainly something that's happened with me. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, um, yeah, people that I have met via, via dates have become extremely good friends. Yeah. Um, so some things to, other things that we need to, like, watch out for when we're, like, to think about when we're making mm. new friendships. I'm guessing that there might be the thing to think about is that there are, you know, do we have any like patterns of how we relate to people and mm. maybe thinking about that because um, that's something that is certainly true in romantic relationships that we might get into a pattern of how to relate and that must, yeah. can certainly definitely happen in friendships. Definitely. Um, so I think, yeah, again, like we'd always, same way we're saying like the always the thing to do here is to tune into what you want mm. and then find ways hopefully to communicate that with another person so you can find the common ground if there is any yeah. another thing to do is think yeah what are my what are my patterns in friendship mm. you know what are the ones I really like what are the ones I don't like so much you know mm -hmm. what really works for me with friendships what really doesn't um, and again like I guess yeah tuning into the feelings of what feels like a, a good way to do friendship what what Mm. Yeah, like what feelings do you have with the in with the friendships that feel good friendships to you, or have you had in the past, and you're kind of looking for that, yeah. and know, also knowing what to be a bit wary of. You know, so for me, I've talked about slow and fast. So yeah, like mm. um, slow burn feels like a good way to start a friendship to me. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be wary of somebody's very like, you know, wanting more and more contact, and I'm having to constantly be yep. the one saying, oh no, I'm not, you know, not really ready to spend more time together. I guess one of the other things is like thinking about what it is that you're interested in, like what yeah. brings your friendships together, what are the topics of conversation, mm -hmm. what are your values, and um, thinking about what you share and what you don't share, and yes. what's for you and what's um, what's for you and them. Uh -huh. Like I'm not ever going to make you sit down and watch uh, a cycling race. Yes, for but example. for other people it might be like you've got to be into cycling, yeah. um, or you've got to do this kind of thing with me, that like all my friendships involve, yeah, yeah like... Um, I mean, you and I have navigated the pub like we do go to the pub together, but probably not as you, much as you do with other friends, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and it's sort of like the, the other stuff about, you know, what, how do people see the friendship? Like what commitments in a way, like you would say with a romantic partner, like what commitments are we making by saying this is a partnership? What yeah. commitments are we making by saying it's a friendship? And does that shift? Yeah. over time as well and that those are the kinds of conversations that can be done very mm. kindly that don't risk you know risk the friendship you yeah know, like um there that where there isn't so much at stake that you know, there isn't so much at stake here that 
by talking about it you that you're going to ruin it because if you have a good enough friendship then you should be able to exactly gently have the, these kinds of conversations the risk is more if you don't kind of thing but yeah, yeah again we just don't have so much for a script for it in fact i think last year i did that i kind of wrote a piece about each of my friendships yeah. that were in my life like for me and so i shared them some of them with the people concerned to see if they're on the same page yeah. and the kind of idea was maybe i could share this with all my people so they'd know who my other people were you know, and that's another one, you know, to think about how joined up do you need your friendships to be versus not. Yeah. You know, like, do you want people to be able to contact each other if you're ill or something? Mm -hmm. Like, you may want them to be that joined up, but they don't need to be in each other's lives. Or like, or some people, it might be really important that their friends are, you know, more in each other's lives mm. than that. Um, yeah. Yeah, do you need to be people to be, promise to be civil to each other on Facebook, even if they've got different political views or, you know. Yeah, and yeah. to what extent, uh, yeah, and... Um, and having those conversations about how mm. how we want what kinds of conversations we want to have, but also how the meta communication of how we want our different friends to be able to talk to each other. Yeah. And also, I guess the I think another thing to watch out for is um, we can there can definitely be jealousy of yeah. new people getting new friends, and there can be very difficult feelings for existing friends when mm. new friends come along, or you know, with a lot of the kind of Again, with a lot of the difficult feelings we can have, like about any kind of new relationship with anyone, we can yeah. like worry um, that they're going to go off us at some time, or yeah. they'll go off with someone else, or they won't be interesting to them anymore. And which makes it very difficult to be present and to be able to be kind of to check in with yourself about what it is that you're wanting from this kind of friendship. And Definitely. are you wanting are you wanting to be how to to deepen a connection with a person? Or are you just wanting a friend? That's the other thing, I think, mm. as well. Like, Do you want this person or do you just want a friend? Yeah. A bit like, do you want this person or do you want a partner? Yeah. And that, that if you're just looking for a friend or a partner, there's a real risk you're going to treat somebody a bit like a thing or an object because or a it's resource. not really. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and... Um, but I guess the other thing here as well, thinking about the similarities between romantic relationships and friendships is uh, friend dates, you know, mm. having like a first friend date. Yeah. I think it's uh, really common for people to feel a little bit nervous about that. Yeah. And um, um, I know some people who are very used to going on like, um, kind of like in inverse commas of romantic dates or like a date that might lead to like some kind of sexual connection yeah who are quite chill with doing that but find get really nervous about having a friend date yeah um, because it's a it's a different it might be that they want friends you know that they really are interested in, in friends mm -hmm. and that they might have a scarcity of friendships rather than an abundance of uh catchphrase yeah. abundance of friendships <laughs> so you know so there might be more nerves going on but there is also that like how do we connect with someone like to what extent do we are, are we trying to impress someone or are we yeah. trying to be real and to what extent are we offering or offering kind of silly kind of you know joyful playful mm. kind of connection versus more um, supportive pragmatic being their kind of connection yeah the and ludus like, versus the pragma and i guess there's sort of a necessity for some openness initially because you don't know what you're what level you're going to be connecting at yeah. um you know uh, i guess my 
understanding of people as plural comes in here mm. you know if, if you if we assume that we all have different sides to us you know and that that a lot of the research about this was actually done around friendship of like asking people how they were in different friendships and finding that right. you know people really differed like they'd yeah. say like oh i'm really outgoing and really joyful and silly in this friendship but actually this other one it's kind of really deep and intimate and quiet mm. um and I still feel like I'm really being myself. And that's because, yeah. you know, a lot of us have very different sides to our characters. So I guess not trying to foreclose that too quickly with yeah. a new connection that it might be, okay, this is the person you're gonna be, yeah, childlike and vulnerable with and yeah. versus this is the person you're gonna like take on the world with and be really fierce with. And yeah. that's the key about being present, isn't it? Because we mm. don't know. Yeah. Like we don't, and so we can have an idea about what may happen, but we honestly don't yeah. know. And so, um, and that's the that's where the joy comes in as well. Like rather than trying to force something into mm. a thing and trying to turn, you know, trying to create a, you know, like the, even just the concept of like we talked about in the last in the last episode of trying to create a support network. Yeah, um, it doesn't sound as joyful as I'm meeting up with someone and who knows, you yeah. know, what might happen and is there going to be chemistry and it may lead to seeing each other again, but also. Um, I'm just going to have a nice time with them. Yeah, over this. it may be a one-off, and that can yeah. be really fantastic as well. Just having one of those, like, oh wow, we really connected, and that was just a lovely. Yeah. You know, we're not like we don't live close enough, or we don't have enough shared ground to do much more with this. But that was really great. Yeah, yeah. Or like, uh, do you remember that the the shared experience, the shared memory um, of what may have happened during the date, or mm-hmm. the if you were having a coffee, was it a really nice coffee, or was it? Were you in a nice cafe or was it a really nice walk? Yeah. Do you remember when you saw that seagull? Yes. You know, uh, <laughs> that seagull nearly nicked one of your chips or something, you know, it's like, yeah. um, we're in Brighton now. So, um, <laughs> it's very, very seagull heavy yeah, around here. seagull heavy. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, you know, that kind of creating memories and that is like this thing about romance and mm. joy and and that we talked about in another episode. And, um, and so be present to that. So I guess that's the thing about that's we might do an episode at some point about how to go on a date mm. but this is the kind of thing it's that um don't try to think about what happens next focus on what's happening now yeah like trying to be present to it as it is and i think again i'd really like to dig into this more in another episode of like how much we share how quickly with people mm. um because part of me is drawn to definitely being quite real and vulnerable quite soon in mm. order that people are really getting to make an informed choice about do they want in their yeah. life but equally you know, like I'm drawn to slowness rather than speed and that could feel too fast both for me and the other person if, if you're sharing an awful lot really quickly so again thinking about that of like I think it's important to to be real with people um so they kind of they're getting to know you but also like not trying to push that in terms of like it might be that you need to be you know, revealing some of yourself, but not all of yourself. It's like an all, it's a difference between, I guess, like authenticity and telling everyone everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, And there are are good and bad sides to being an open book. Yes. Um, Also, like, if you, uh, if you tell everyone everything for the first time you meet them, then what do you have to talk about? (laughs) And also, like, is it, and it just, it's a thing about noticing how your conversation goes. Yeah. Are you just revealing stuff to the other person in order for them to reveal a thing to you? Right. Which can be nice for a bit because there's a shared mm. intimacy there, but or is it talking about what's been going on for you that day or what's going on in politics or what the weather's yeah, like? Or, yeah. 
and I guess the checking in like is it yeah I've had a couple of meeting people for the not meeting them for the first time but hanging out one-to-one for the first time recently mm. and I think in both cases there was quite a nice ongoing check-in of like oh I'm beginning to tell you my life story here you know and me saying actually yeah. I'm really enjoying that yeah uh, but you know the word it wasn't like I'm going to very formally check in for your consent but it was like a moment at which there was a recognition okay this is what's happening yeah and a capacity to be like you know slow it down or speed it up yeah yeah, yeah. and you can check in about these things afterwards as well yeah. it's really nice meeting you sorry if I gabbled a bit yeah about this, exactly or, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I hope it's okay that we were talking about this kind of thing or mm-hmm. we did this other episode about um, friend talking about sex too much you That's know talking right, about yeah. and actually having this kind of ongoing conversation about what things are okay to talk about yeah. and when. I think the other thing just again, we might come towards the end of the episode I guess but the other thing here with new friendships a thing to be to watch out for is like this idea of new romantic energy new relationship yeah. energy mm-hmm. NRE which mm. Um, there is an episode that we where we've talked about that, um, which may or may not be out yet. It's in the it's in the bank. But, but it's what it opens up and what it closes down. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you know, it can be exciting to make a new friend and this thing about wanting to see them all the time. But sometimes mm. there might be, it might be worth thinking about the pace at which this is happening, which exactly. you've talked about already. Yeah. But sometimes if even if we're feeling very drawn to someone, there might be lots of very very good reasons why we just need to. Mm. you know schedule and seeing them again in a while and checking in about how much we well, chat to each the other slowness and... gives us chance to get really informed about who they are and also give us a, them a lot of information about who we are so we're making an informed choice rather than just one based on that flash mm. um i think is really important and also um to notice again our own patterns like are we are we being drawn to this person because there is a great connection or is the sort of more of our own older patterns about yeah. you know looking for validation or yeah. you know are we wanting to be liked yeah, 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 it, yeah that kind of yeah. thing like is there something else going on here that we're particularly drawn to this person and also how are we treating our other peeps like you said you know yeah. there's that sense of like it can be um there can be jealousies and insecurities and we might want to be cautious around how we're treating everybody in our lives as we're right. going into something new and giving yourself some spaciousness there can really also help you to retune in to whether this is something that you are wanting mm-hmm. like yeah. being able to think back and over like a friend out and think oh to what extent was it being real or authentic yeah. there and is this am i have i kind of am I trying to become the ideal object for this person to yeah. become friends with rather than to what extent am I being able to be real with myself and rather than tell an attractive story of who I am. Exactly. And, and also whose rules for friendship are being followed. Can we make yeah. those explicit? Um, you know, like I had this really good example where somebody was like, oh, um, by the, I think they messaged me after we'd had the coffee and was kind of like, oh, by the way, you know, I tend to jump into these things really quick and I'm feeling like a great friendship mm. vibe here. Yeah. And I was like able to go, oh, that's really not the way I work, actually. Yeah. What I'd really appreciate is if we could go at my pace, which yeah. is going to obviously be the slower one. Yeah. You know, this is this is what I might be up for. Yeah. And they were so great at receiving that, yeah. you know, and just being like, oh, yeah, OK, absolutely. And I'm so glad you could say so. Well, that's another good reason for slowing things down as well, is that there might also be a power dynamic going mm-hmm. on that you need to kind of... Th- just gently think about as well you know like what's going just is there to what extent is this um yeah just making sure that it's mutual yeah are they seeing you are you seeing them or is it a bit like oh the idea of being friends with this person um is attractive you know and there's all kinds of sketchy reasons why we can you know um yeah, it fetishize having a friend from a particular minority group or something like that. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, really yeah, look yeah. into like you're not doing that. 
you know, yeah. or, or, you know, oh, this person's done this kind of cool thing in the world. People will think I'm cool if they're friends with that, you know, me, like, yeah, you know, anything like that that's coming up for you or you think might be there for the other person would be worth like interrogating those, having an open question about, you know, what is it like to have a friendship across this difference, whether that be gender, race, class, yeah. success, uh, income. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah. Well, a lot of things you get to talk about then in your friendship. Exactly. <laughs> and then you could talk about this. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure people could get together and talk about the Meg, John and Justin podcast if they wanted to. <laughs> and they could make friends talking about Wait, it. Our so. ear pals could become... Pals. Pals. With each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, lots to talk about. And obviously um, some of that stuff... Um, we'll pick up on in the future I think talking about dates would be a good one yeah and uh, how much we reveal about each other yeah. and ourselves up front yeah. yeah and I think you'd uh, dear listener we talked about some of this stuff in the hierarchies um, episode as well which mm. we did ages ago um, and I think some of our other episodes but also um, product wise mm-hmm. our make your own relationship Relation. user guide yeah. is something we've been referring to a lot here and if you are looking to make new friendships and or make friendships out of connections, yeah, then this is the thing for you to kind of think about. And if you just if you were to read that entirely through the lens of um, making friend relationships rather than romantic mm-hmm. relationships, which we, we wrote it for all relationships, absolutely, um, then we think it would really open up a lot of this stuff here and really help you to kind of mm. to be able to articulate some of this stuff even if you're just articulating it to yourself yeah in order that you're kind of giving yourself a kind of mantra and a, a set of guiding principles and for again, your like, mission some people might really love the second handshake approach of like filling that out and actually sharing that you know or even yeah. like having a friend date in order to fill them out and talk yeah. about that stuff other people may be much more like yeah third handshake about it of like you know having done it themselves mm-hmm. that just informs the way they have conversations with a person moving forward yeah. and then another like another last bit of advice is that often i think with um, friend dates there is like a third or fourth option I've, I've lost count now but basically <laughs> that you could just talk about your experience of other friendships you know yeah. like you, and and what in sex education we call like using a distanced approach where That's we talk lovely. about other relationships as a way of articulating what it is that we might be looking for in this relationship what or a how, good idea yeah just yeah. like um, uh, you know just being able to talk about the some of your other great friendships or some of the mm. other friendships that might not have worked out so well or even just talking about friends. Yeah. You know, the, the TV show. Yeah, yeah, like um, you could talk about what models of friendship like really so appeal. white, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> what models? God, they're annoying. What? Who is the worst person in friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we both agree. Who is the worst person? Chandler, um, in retrospect, is quite bad. I Well, I and felt boss. like he was victimised a lot. Like, every time he was trying to do anything that was remotely non-masculine, he was always... He was, yeah. There was always kind of homophobia directed at him. That's right. Um, I think Ross was with the one that actually does quite a lot of creepy behaviour, kind of disguised as being a nice guy. Yeah. Which is really concerning. Joey's a bit of a prick. But he's, he's sort of like more out there prick, whereas... Ross is like this, you know, it's all hidden under this kind of yeah. like shambling persona, but actually he's but, being really dodgy. But Joey does this kind of uh, out there prick, but I kind of, I don't know any better kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, can learn clueless. That stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, oh, yeah, that's, 
I don't propose that we do a watch along. No, friend. we're not going to do watch along. <laughs> friend. We'll just get really angry. Yeah, and what really saddens me though is that Big Bang, Big Bang Theory is so. I wish so we could talk about that. Cause I've never seen it's it. It's so no better, sadly. Right. You know, yeah. like, I can't believe it's as bad, but it kind of is as bad. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. I need more awesome shows. Yes. Yeah. Well, dear <laughs> ear pal, gentle listener, the rough, the shabby, the textured listener, <laughs> <laughs> the smooth listener, um, the velvety listener, <laughs> silky smooth listener, <laughs> the, the tweed listener, Ooh, the, you like know that that fit the cord. Yeah. Um, anyway, Denim. we hope you enjoy. Denim listener. <laughs> oh yeah, well, that's mostly what I wear. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the flannel yeah. shirt. And the yeah. Denim yeah. The flannel um, listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode these two episodes um, if this whole thing's confused you and you felt like you came in halfway through a podcast you kind of did yes. go back to last week's and <laughs> listen to episode one of yeah. um, How to Make Friends yeah and um, you can always drop us a question if you want us to yeah. probe deeper any aspect of friendship or anything else um, you can tweet us mm-hmm. at Megtron Justin yep you can drop us an email via our website yep megtronandjustin.com that's right Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. And mm. if you do love us, Ear Pals, please, um, like a lot of our Ear Pals are telling us, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they are telling all of their pals uh, to listen to us. So that's really great. It's wonderful that you do that. Um, and uh, it's it's uh, it's really great for us that you listen. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, okay, until next time. Bye. Bye then.